the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. where we invite you into our marriage to debate the not-so-important topics, discuss each other, and more. I'm Tim. I'm Karen. And we're a couple of married geeks who often get very passionate when we discuss super-important topics like our favorite TV shows, personality traits, and which state is actually first in flight. I think the people who have contributed their opinion agree with me. Well, I don't care. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a tiff we will never settle. I feel. No. No, because it's Ohio. <clears throat> anyway, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, been to the chiropractor, what, three times now? And that's been going good. I don't know if we talked about the fact that I've been doing that or not. Yeah, I feel like multiple times a day ever since I've known you, you are always like cracking some part of your body. So eventually we're just like, why don't we just send you to like a professional body cracker? At least periodically I can get it done by somebody who knows what they're doing. <laughs> right. Uh, and it's been good. Yeah. He um, took like one look at you and he was like, you need to come for eight weeks for sure. <laughs> Cause you are so out of alignment. It's like stupid. So. Yeah. So hopefully by the end of these eight weeks, I'll be back and feeling pretty good just in time for riley to come and throw it all off <laughs> a lot of picking up and putting down i'm sure yeah. gonna yeah. be really great for your back probably <laughs> but how are you doing i have nothing happening honestly <laughs> I'm no pretty... nothing at all <laughs> I, I mean i don't know pregnancy things and you know finding ways to avoid dealing with how terrible it's been have we talked about your new hobby on the show yet i think we did last time about the painting yeah yeah it's been fun i've had a, a lot of fun tim like has been really supportive you're a supportive you're a supportive guy it's really I, good i try yeah uh stopped and got me like a bunch of canvases and stuff and like um i like ordered a bunch of new colors of paints and just been like you know, playing around with that. So it's super fun. That's fun. I've been rewatching Breaking Bad, which apparently Tim's mad at me for. I wanted I, to rewatch it. I didn't she know that. it without me. I didn't know you wanted to rewatch it. You didn't say anything. So how am I supposed to know? You didn't ask. Well, I have to clear all of my rewatch decisions with you. Only the good one. <laughs> I'm in the last. It's like, it's not very long. Like, it's only about 10 or 13 episodes per season. Yeah. So I'm in the last season now. Yeah. I started rewatching it. Like, I don't even want to say because I don't want to out myself here. I mean, it's 2021. The the shaming over binging is behind us because 2020, nobody did anything except binge. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. Also, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I watched Bridgerton. Like a I don't few, think you did. a few weeks ago, I don't think I talked about it. Uh, I didn't, I didn't like it. I don't know. Don't come for me. I, <laughs> I didn't like it very much. A lot of people really, really did. It was a one, the number one show on Netflix for like a hot minute there. I think it still might be. So in like says Netflix. The top five. What do you mean? I mean, it's not like I mean Netflix is going to promote the stuff they want to promote and say it's the number one thing. Wait, do you think there's like 
some Netflix conspiracy happening where like they're fudging what is currently trending to get it trending? Like what's what are you saying? At the risk of costing us our future Netflix deal? <laughs> I'm not saying that's not what they're doing. I don't know because it always seems to line up pretty well with like what's on people's minds and like what they're talking about and what's being shared and things like that. I don't know if that's true. I don't think I buy that. I think it's in their best interest to say it is so that you feel like you're missing out. Okay. And therefore you watch it and it becomes the actual number one. You think it's a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing or like... I think it's media manipulation. Let me tell you... A conspir- or I think there's at least some chance that there's media manipulation. I have a conspiracy theory that I don't even know if I want to share. Because I, like, think it's so true that I don't want anyone to come for me. But... Okay. <laughs> this is after binging Breaking Bad. I have had this conversation with you so many times where I'm like, why is there never anybody in a Chinese restaurant? <laughs> and now I'm like, bro, is like... A Chinese restaurant, because there's like, you turn a corner and there's a Chinese restaurant in any city in America, right? Like they're, they're about as frequent as McDonald's, yeah. Like, and there's never anybody in there, never, never. There's- no, they're all shopping next door at Food Lion, dude. Like, what? <laughs> I said they're all shopping next door at Food Lion. I don't get it. And there, there's always oh, a Chinese oh, restaurant next okay. to Food Lion. Well, in the South where we live, <laughs> there are Food Lions pretty predominantly around here. But like, I'm like, it's like. Is a Chinese restaurant kind of a setup for money laundering? Because, like, think about it, right? Like, there's a ton of competition in a city. Like, you, I could throw a rock from my house and hit probably five Chinese restaurants. So there's a ton of competition. There's never anybody in there ordering <laughs> food. So, like, how are they open? How are they staying in business? Because it's money laundering scheme. That is my number one conspiracy right now that I 100% believe is true. I just want to say that I do not endorse any conspiracy theories espoused on marital tiffs. Yeah, I don't actually any uh, drug lords out there or (laughs) people like in the mafia, like laundering money. I don't I don't care. It's just my suspicion. It's uh, mightily sus. Mightily sus. Let me just say that. I don't think it's true. Okay, well, let's get into today's topic before we go down any more rabbit holes. We should have had this be another Marital Tangents episode, clearly. But today I found this quiz on none other than our fave, BuzzFeed.com. And with Valentine's Day coming up, I thought it was only apropos to do this quiz on the air. Well, that is coming soon. Wow, Take, take a guess at how, like, seriously Tim and I take Valentine's Day. Uh, it's called, Do You Think These Relationship Things Are Cute, Cliche, or Straight Up Creepy? Okay? okay. So, basically, it's going to present us with all of these different things, and we have to decide if it is cute, cliche, or creepy. Okay? Okay. All right, number one. Going on a blind date. Oh, that's it? Like That's it, Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know, I guess cliche, if we're putting it into a box. Why do you say that? I, I mean, I don't know necessarily that it's cute, but I don't necessarily think it's cringy. I don't really feel like it falls into any of those categories. Oh, did I say cringy? Sorry, cute, cliche, or creepy? Uh, whatever. I, I don't feel like it fits into any of those. See, as a woman, I think it's creepy. Like, 
I I need to know about you. I need to look you up beforehand. I need to like let people know who I'm meeting with just in case they don't hear from me. And like, <laughs> wow, what a different experience from a man to a woman, right? I mean, I definitely have privilege. I acknowledge that. Okay, number two, receiving stuffed animals as gifts from your partner. That can be cute. Really, I think that's gross. I think that's a little cliche. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like those, um, you know, those like giant teddy bears and stuff that they sell around Valentine's Day. Yeah. What the hell do you do with those after? Um, that being said, my younger sister and her partner have a, a truly enormous like stuffed teddy bear. The rainbow one that the, sits on the floor. That has become i mean i haven't seen it in a long time obviously but like but that has become like a dog bed yeah (laughs) essentially like the dogs like to cuddle up on it so but yeah like other if you don't have a pet like what do you do with one of those giant stuffed animals i mean i wasn't necessarily thinking a giant one i was just talking any stuffed animal okay so what do you but like what do you see i don't like clutter this is yeah that's true you don't (laughs) i'm like what am i supposed to do (laughs) With if you're gonna give me a gift for like Valentine's Day, I prefer it to be like a um, what's it called? Like a consumable gift, mm. like something that doesn't really last a long time. Like, I uh, do, well, I, I do can't like give you a, chocolate, I can't give you wine, I'm out of options. <laughs> <laughs> that chocolate caffeine, though. Oh, flowers, flowers, like because like fair. it's like considered a consumable because you know, yeah, it, like, except they jack up the cost of flowers right before Valentine's Day. Well, I am worth it, obviously. <laughs> no, I'm you kidding. are, but the flowers <laughs> themselves aren't. Yeah, I don't. Um, I went through a phase in my life where I, I didn't love the idea of having like flowers. Because, yeah, when we met, you hated flowers. Yeah, I was like, it's so sad that they die, and <laughs> and there's so much money and everything and it's still a little it is sad when they die i don't really love it but also um i like having live things in my home like plants and flowers and you know i don't necessarily want a plant every every time you feel like doing something nice for me because it's something i have to take care of right so yeah flowers i think are nice well, how did we get like teddy bears what do you say i say cute cute i say cliche Having a secret admirer. That can be creepy. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, to be fair, I think everyone has had a secret admirer, right? Yes. Like in their life. Like how many times have you had like a crush on someone that you never said anything about? But like it only becomes potentially creepy when you make the other person aware that they are uh held in high esteem in a romantic sense by someone they can't like talk to like yeah. they can't identify i i th- i think that it can be cute until you cross like the 3 day mark of them knowing that there's a secret admirer out there what's that thing called from how i met your mother like the the dommer doppler yeah. thing or whatever the dommer doppler effect yeah like <laughs> it depends how you approach it right yeah. like if someone just sends you something nice, like, on Valentine's Day or something, and they're like, hey, like, I think you're really nice and a good person, and I'm too shy to say that to you, but, like, I wanted you to have this nice thing, right? Then that's, like, that's cute. But if it's like, hey, um, I really like the way you smell, and I took 
one of your Kleenexes home and sleep with it (laughs) or or something, that's obviously pretty creepy. So it's like... Yeah, but also, like, what you said was cute is only cute for a couple of days. Yeah. Like, if you continue to send them gifts anonymously, then you start to cross over into the creepy. Right, yeah. You know, so, like, I'd say, like, three or four days and then you better come out or stop. Well, because it starts to be a little bit, like... um. You take away that person's power a little bit of, like, consent and knowledge. You know what I mean? Like, because if they don't know who you are, they can't know fully how they want to address the situation because they're unable to confront the situation. Yeah. And anytime you take that away from somebody, I think it definitely becomes uh, upsetting to the person and to the situation. But if it's just, like, a harmless one-time little, like... um. I think you're really nice. I don't really want to take this any further or I'm too shy to say something, but I think you're great. And I just wanted you to know that someone thinks that about you. Like, I think that can be cute. Yeah. Being serenaded is the next one. (laughs) Uh, weird. You think it's creepy? Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Unless you're like in a relationship and you're being goofy, (laughs) then it's cute. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty cringy, I would say. Like, um, has this, but has this ever happened to you? It's happened to me where, like, someone you're not in a relationship with starts, like, singing to you in a way that it would be. <laughs> no. It would be really awkward if you, like, looked away or whatever. Let me. No. Okay, okay. okay. I am quite, quite sure that this person. A, has no interest that I exist anymore, and B, doesn't listen, so I am okay with telling the story. <laughs> but I went on a date, like, oh my god, I, uh, let's see, it's 2021, eight years ago? Okay. Something like Good that. Good number. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here going, how long ago? Two years ago, babe, no, I'm kidding. Uh, it, all that to say, a long, long, long time ago. And I met him at his apartment, which, again, alludes back to one of the stupider things I used to do in my younger 20s. He ended up being fine, but uh, don't meet people for the first time at their apartments. It's just No, you take him to Carolina Ale House. (laughs) Are you outing me for that? (laughs) (laughs) Tim said that because (laughs) I used to take all of my first dates to Carolina Ale House, like when they would say, including me, including Tim, like when they would say, like, where do you want to go? I'd be like, Carolina Ale House. <laughs> so anyway, Tim, thank you very much for outing me. Um, so he espoused himself to be this like really romantic guy. And was this the race car guy? No, 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 no. Oh, OK, never mind. <laughs> Stop outing all of my stories. (laughs) So anyway, he tries to prove what a romantic, I guess, prove like what a romantic guy he is by he pulls. I'm sitting on the couch. He pulled me up to stand and put on. Oh, my God. What's that song? Um, By Darius Rucker when it's like rock me like a wagon wheel or something. (laughs) He puts on that song and he starts dancing with me. He didn't ask. 
he just started dancing with me and he was like singing that song <laughs> into my face and like looking <laughs> deeply into my eyes while he's doing it and I'm like um <laughs> awkward but like it would have been more awkward <laughs> if I'd like looked away or something so <laughs> I've told you this story I don't think you have I don't think you have <laughs> cause I had no idea when you said Darius Rucker I was like what d- romantic Darius Rucker songs are there and you go wagon wheel <laughs> and I'm like oh my god <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you, though? Or no! <laughs> singing to you in your face and you can't, like, it's, like, going to be more terrible if you look away or, Not like, that stop I can them. Think of. <laughs> I would say no on the, um, <laughs> unless you are a famous singer, like, do not serenade people. It's really Or it's Wagon Wheel. <laughs> like, of all the songs. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. The next one is uh, public marriage proposals. Oh, all of that depends. It depends, right? Uh, Don't do it on the Jumbotron. Oh my gosh. Have you seen like the YouTube compilations of like failed public marriage proposals where they're like all excited and they have like a freaking microphone and they're saying all these things and it's being filmed and they get down on one knee and the girl says like, I'm sorry. And she like runs away. (laughs) It's so terrible. That's pretty cringy. If you're going to do it in public, you better be damn sure. That she's going to say yes. Not only that she'll say yes, but that she wants to be proposed to like that. Because some people want, they, they would prefer it to be like a private, intimate moment, right? Like, yeah. But some people want, you know, the, um, I was going to say the attention, and I'm sure that that would come off like in a, in like a judgmental way. And I don't mean it like that. Like, it's, it's really nice for some people like to have that moment where they have like the applause and everyone's saying congratulations and stuff. Uh, but some people really would prefer it to be more of like a one-on-one kind of thing. So I would say, no, she's going to say yes and know that she wants a public before we go yeah. that route. Yeah. General rule of thumb is don't do it in public. Yeah. Um, lots of PDA. Yeah, why not? I don't care. I'm in love. Who cares? What does that mean, though? Does it mean like a lot of smaller things like hand holding and pecks on the cheek or does it mean like full on making out in like a Barnes and Noble or something like I don't care I got a girl and you don't oh my god (laughs) (laughs) that's um to me I would say uh no I would say don't Mm. I would I would say not interested (laughs) it will you know now in my wow I was gonna say my late 20s in my 30s and in my late 20s. Yeah, you're in your 30s I, now. I would have, I would say no. Um, when I was a teenager and I truly didn't care because I was so like infatuated and I didn't have a place of and my rebellious. own to go home to and take care of that. I would, I didn't, I would say, yeah, like whatever, mm-hmm. who cares about PDA, but you know, eh. I don't care. I, I kiss you all the time in public. Yeah, but that's like not uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? Whatever. Uh, baby talk. 
That's creepy. Mm, you don't like the baby talk? No. <laughs> I don't even intend to speak to Riley like that. Like oh, I'm sure talk. I will. Don't do the baby talk. No. Mm-mm. I have no interest. <laughs> you think you're going to talk to him like that? I'm sure. Um, I agree, though. Do not. Don't talk to me like that. No. Pet names. Um, I mean, I call you baby more than I call you by your name. Babe or baby, yeah. Yeah. Hun, sweetie. I don't, all those. I don't say hun. Yeah, that's I'm true. I'm not Attila. <laughs> <laughs> Do they mean, like, something more specific to... Maybe more, like, marshmallow and lily pad <laughs> and stuff like maybe. that. Maybe. I think that's cute. I think that's cute. I'm going to say definitive ruling on that cute. Pillow fights. Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? That's cool. I, I'm pretty sure I've smacked you with a pillow a few times. Yeah. In a playful way. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need the cops showing up at our door. We already have like the drug cartel going to show up at our door anyway for being yeah. on to them about these Chinese restaurants. Yeah, I think that's cute. I don't know why it would be ever considered creepy. Like, that's an option for this is creepy. Yeah. Um, next one is throwing your partner a surprise party. Um, no, I think that's cute. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Why? Because we can't keep secrets. I threw you a surprise party. Did you know? I suspected. Did you? Uh, I didn't know, but I suspected. For your 30th, I think. Yeah. I threw you a surprise party. Yeah. Or what I thought was a surprise party and maybe you knew about it (laughs) but yeah this year this christmas in fact was the first christmas since we've celebrated together that we did not end up telling each other at least one gift at least one gifts beforehand before we open them so yeah we don't we don't keep secrets well because we just want to give them to each other yeah we just tell each other everything is that is that cute cliche or creepy (laughs) it's obviously cute (laughs) obviously um never have I ever had a surprise party thrown for me. I think it, I don't know. It, um, again, I think it depends on your partner, right? Like if they are not a person who enjoys parties, then maybe not. Maybe don't try that one. Uh, For me, I am pretty introverted, but I think I would enjoy it. But I also would be surprised that you would be able to keep that from me. Yeah. I, I, you don't like large groups of people, so I haven't really thought about like trying to do any sort of surprise. Like, I th- I thought about doing a thirtieth one, but Corona and large groups of people just and I was pregnant. Well, and, there's that too. You know, yeah, there were a lot of factors. Yeah, I mean, in a situation like that, I feel like if I am like shoved into a situation where I am forced to be social and that like the center of attention and stuff i think i would rather there be more people than less people because Mm -hmm. then it's like also i'm never going to put you in a position where you're the center of attention well if you're the if you're the subject of a surprise party then you kind of are yeah that's why i'm never going to do that well thank you (laughs) (laughs) because i know you don't want to be the center of attention i can deal with that you're that's not your that's not you surprise parties in like the concept of them though i think um I think can be really cute. Yeah. But again, it depends on your partner, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, This is the last one here. All right. (laughs) Oh, I already know how you feel about this one. Oh. 
getting a tattoo of your partner's name or face is the question. Y'all. Or face. Don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. Don't. Tim is adamantly. We Neither Tim nor I have a tattoo. At but, all. Um, um, but I think we kind of both agree that getting your partner's name, like anything about your partner on your body is yeah. perhaps... Um, I've heard it's I've heard it called bad luck by tattoo artists. That's fair too. Yeah. I I like a bad omen. I am an optimist and a realist all wrapped in one. Mm. Um, like for instance, our marriage. I fully believe we will go the distance, right? Mm-hmm. But I also <laughs> I also accept that something could potentially happen down the road. And then you, you got my name, and then like, I got your name on me, and I don't I wouldn't want that. Okay, for you. I would feel horrible for you if you had my name specifically <laughs> tattooed on your arm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I said, and I'm I just, Karen. <laughs> I, like, I appreciate the optimism of it. I will get things made with your name on it. Yeah. I will not get your name on my body. Well. Oh, and especially not your face. I don't understand <laughs> the people who have um, face tattoos. I actually am genuinely curious. Like. Um, why, why? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not judging this. Like, it sounds really judgmental. I understand that yeah. for me to say that. Just like any face in general or like the significant other. Like any face, just because, um, I don't know that I trust any tattoo artist enough to like render someone's face on my body, like yeah. in a way that is like respectful and accurate of them. So no. Um, I'm wondering, like, what the process is there of, like, how you, I don't know, like, do you just know the tattoo artist, like, really well? Have you seen a sketch? I actually have a friend who has, and I don't think she listens to the show, but um, she has John Lennon on her thigh. Okay. Um, And and she... That is, I think, more common is to get, like, celebrities tattooed on your, (laughs) like, their faces tattooed on you rather than your partner, right? And, like, she used to be, like, a tattoo model. So, like, she was getting it done by, like, the best of the best tattoo artists. But she has John Lennon. I think it's on her thigh. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why in particular. Like, I feel like a font, like a name, text, you know, is pretty hard to screw up. But, like, I I have seen some horrible, like, tattoo fails of faces where it looks... It looks just awful, like, because they're hard to do, right? I mean, it's a three-dimensional thing that you're putting onto yeah. a two-dimensional surface of your skin with, like, the limitations of, like, the needles and the ink and everything like that. I have i don't, I don't know. I would definitely get your name before I'd get your face. Because yeah. I, would, I would worry they would screw up your face, Yeah. to be honest. But Tim is adamantly, <laughs> yeah. adamantly. But, like, I think, what do you think about getting, like, your kids' names? on because that's more that permanent one. I right like that yeah because like regardless of what would happen with you and me like your kid would be your kid forever yeah and i thought about that a little bit yeah uh i haven't decided on anything obviously i don't have any tattoos but i've thought about it yeah i mean i think there are really cool things that you can do to like incorporate some special meaning maybe with your partner like maybe if there's something that you both really like like a symbol of it or like maybe a uh, date that means a lot to you or something yeah. but specifically from tattoo artists i have heard 
your partner's name specifically is like bad uh, luck. Bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like we um like I heard one person say like I did someone's husband who they had been married for like eight years and then a year after they got divorced <laughs> and he's like I'm not saying that's why but like I'm not saying it's not <laughs> I don't know it that one's a sticky one I think I think that's cliche a little bit while also being I wouldn't say that's creepy I don't think it is creepy to do that because obviously that person is your long-term partner yeah I, I'm gonna say it's creepy <laughs> okay but I think it may be maybe a bit cliche. I don't know. People who um, who do have your partner's name tattooed on you, I am curious to know. Why? What made you decide that you wanted to? Because I feel like that's, you know, putting your name on a marriage certificate, that's a big commitment. But like putting your partner's name on your body? Yeah. That's maybe a little bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that'll do it for this episode of Marital Tips. What other things can you guys think about for Valentine's Day or for any couple situation specifically that you can think of? Let us know and we will decide uh, for you whether you have an opinion on it or not. No, I'm just kidding. Let us know if there are any like kind of well-known couple things and if you want us to decide if they're cute or cliche or creepy or if you have an opinion too. You can weigh in on all social media at Marital Tiffs on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at MaritalTiffs at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. If you're an Apple Podcast listener, please drop us a review. Uh, you can find us on the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. Check out 910 Comedy on Facebook and check out our sister shows. That's just my face, Hometown Crowd, and Dead Girls Talking. Thanks for listening to Marital Tiffs. <laughs>